You're listening to a Score North podcast right now, and if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form, and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. You have heard me discuss my relationship with Josh Arnold for some time. The reason I advocate that you give Josh a call is simple. Trust and results. Josh has seen it all when it comes to economic and market conditions. As has been said, uh, through all of our relationship, past results do not guarantee future returns. And while that is true, Josh can make sure that your retirement objectives match your investments. You can understand that Josh will make sure you are not paying more in fees than you are seeing in returns. Yes, that is more common than you would like to think. Do yourself a favor and have a booking with Josh for the 40 48-minute free evaluation. This is a no-obligation meeting. Call Josh at 952-925-5608. You will be glad that you did. Investment services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC, a security investment advisor. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk. All comments and opinions are Josh Arnold's and do not constitute investment advice. Patrick Royce is a paid endorser. Oh, it's fun. Crazy. It's painful, but it's wonderful. What is the name? It's Roycey Unchained. Patrick Roycey, what is up with not just the hockey playoffs, but the NBA, too? Yes. When, when did unpredictability become a thing in basketball? Yeah, it is a very unusual. And uh, this is this, the, the mathematical probability in the NBA is unbelievable. There's a one through eight. <laughs> every every seed ha- is represented here, which is... Uh, Extremely unusual, and how uh, how how happy do you think the NBA feels to have the Warriors and the Lakers in a oh. second round series? So uh, it's uh, it's it's incredible that uh, that would happen. And uh, Steph gets fifty. LeBron plays great, so they're going to have people they're going to have people watching that series. And uh, yes, but. Nothing compared to the Bruins uh, going down the tubes. Uh, I was listening. I was watching a little bit of the Red Sox yesterday, and those guys were saying, "Come on, bees! You got You can't. You can't get beat after that season." But uh, I actually watched the last seven or eight minutes of it and the regulation. And when they gave up that goal with a minute to go, when they when the other team pulled the goalie. Uh, Florida, you didn't, didn't you feel a hundred percent Florida was going to win it in overtime? Well, yeah. Cause, and they also started out hot and you could tell Boston was, was very much had, had its hands near its throat. Couldn't you? Yeah. Especially the, the first goal that that guy gave up. Oh my God, a little backhand flip and he lets it go right between his legs. And he's, uh, and the coach uh, uh, controversially went to the backup. Yes. Everybody, yeah, except the other guy had given up seven, for goodness sakes. Seven. Yeah. The previous game. How do you give up seven? Didn't they have a 3 1 lead? Or yes. they, they, they were lost, three, lost three, three. three to one. God, boy, it'd be, you know, it'd be fun to read the Boston Globe. Okay, this morning, but. 
when 20 years ago, when they threw everything they had at, at big games, it would be fun to it would be fun to read the Globe back in the day when the Globe was at its zenith. They had incredible numbers, and they would have had six people at the hockey camp last night. They would have been dissecting it from every uh, every angle. It would be it, it would be terrific, but it's it's incomprehensible that they could blow a three one lead after that regular season. It's uh it, it's it's but you know if you listen closely if you open a window in Golden Valley you could hear the pucker when they yeah, scored that exactly. goal with, when yes. they scored that goal with fifty seconds to go you could go hear well oh my God everything happened it was great and uh, and then the crackheads are one year ahead of the wild as far as having a stunning. Correct. Stunning postseason. They got all the, uh, they got the whole Liwicky crew, and they have, uh, uh, you know, Sperling was a consultant, and mm-hmm. the, the same crew that started this magnificent uh, marketing uh, operation with the Wild uh, was is out there, and they've did it in two years. And I hate, you know, I don't like them. I what? hate those uniforms. I hate those uniforms. Yes. The glowing as that color, that aqua neon color. I hate that. <laughs> hockey is it makes hockey look like a foo sport. So uh it yeah. sells well. You'll not you, you will but, not be surprised but, to find out it sells very but well. It should really make the wild feel even worse, shouldn't it? Oh that, the whole uh, thing should, yes. Yeah, yes, because uh I mean they're not I I said uh, you know, with Colorado, Colorado was never as good this year. I mean, they had to right. do some things cap wise. Was never good, right. and then McCarr gets hurt, and then he gets suspended for a game, and then they won the game. He got suspended though, right? They did. Did they win that game? I know he got suspended. I think for they a did. Game. I think they did. Yeah, I think. But they they blew a what three two lead too, right? Mm-hmm. It was three two, right? Three two lead. So. Uh, uh, but they weren't a they weren't a great team. Dallas will Dallas Dallas is going to the conference finals, don't you think? So how does the Wild manage to simply get ousted every like in the most you know random playoff sport where the regular season can mean absolutely nothing? As Boston mm-hmm. learned, how does the Wild manage to remain the one predictable thing? I uh, when I do the math, I did the math. If you count the that thing and the play and the the bubble tournament, yes, which he shouldn't because that wasn't a playoff series, but it was a series. Yep, I think they're twelve and twenty-seven. I think that's what they are, twelve and twenty-seven in uh, in their last seven times they played in the postseason. Mm-hmm. So, how long is the honeymoon like? Is, is this going to have any effect on them losing this time? Are you still going to get ninety-four percent ticket renew- renewal? They, you know, Kaprizov was part of the reason for it because you thought you had one of the best players in the league, right? And p- people are got to be disappointed in him. But do they ever? They never pay a price for this, do they? They were going to pay a price, and then they signed Suter and Parisi, right? Exactly. But they, they've never, they never. The fans, never, their fans, never make them pay a price. I was watching BSN's post game show. I thought they were going to start crying. I thought some of these people were no credit, no real criticism of uh, of of what they watched, and uh, you know, 
and and it's just this sadness that somehow this has happened to us. Well, you brought it on yourself. Giving up a goal with one second to go yeah. in a period when the guy's got to skate the length of the ice, all somebody has to do is make him swerve, and he doesn't. He doesn't have time to score that goal. That's one of the worst goals ever given up in the history of the franchise. Well, so. And have you ever seen a team fold as bad as the Wild did in Game Five and Six? Felino got tossed in Game Five, yeah. and you would have thought they lost Wayne Gretzky. And then in Game Six, they got off to a good start. They give up that first goal, and they just disappeared. I saw your piece uh, from Minnesota. Is it Minnesota Monthly Magazine? Minnesota Hockey. Minnesota Hockey, hockey Magazine, magazine. Yes. and it's, it's a, it, in the website. It's for the web. Is it yeah. a website? It, it's a website, and yeah, yeah, and okay. a publication. But yes, and you wrote it before Game Six. It looks pretty prophetic, but uh, uh, yeah, it's. Uh, yeah, I really think the the blame you can give for Ebison more than anything, I think, is the the fixation on the officials that he gave them. He gave his team an excuse after every loss, right? Yep. It was, you know, it was because poor meathead Felino was getting uh, called for penalties, and that's why we're getting beat. You can't give him that excuse, can you? You got to say, come on, fellas, stop. Uh, You know, you got to overcome a few things once in a while. His post game on Friday was unbelievable. He kept talking about how hard they had played, and it it was complete BS. Mm-hmm. They didn't play yeah. that hard. They completely collapsed. Yeah, yeah, not in that game. Game six, there's oh. nothing, nothing to brag about in game six. But I suppose uh, you know we hear the same. You know what a great locker room it was, and everybody were all in this together, and uh, they, you know. The, the one thing you can say in retrospect, though, is a lot of when the year started, I don't think people thought they were going to have a very good season, did they? No. Uh, did they? I mean, and they they Four actually, team. They actually uh, you know, had that, what, two-month period where they were pretty dang good that they almost uh, won a conference. Now, the fact that the conference came back to, to them helped, too, right? I mean, yes. the, the conference – a hundred. They had ten less points than they had the year before. They had, you know, ten fewer points. But the conference, kind of, the Western Conference was not uh, was not that great this year. But uh, it is an amazing. It, it is uh, the 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 most amazing things to me in hockey is that the seedings don't make any difference. <laughs> but the home ice means less than it. I've been talking about this forever. What was your stat? Well, I don't know what it ended up being. From there was a four-day period when the home teams were uh, three and thirteen. Is that right? Something yes. like that. And you're right. And, and now, so yesterday they're owned two, right? Yep. They're owned two. Uh, so and the and the Devils, Devils Rangers play tonight, and I think the. I think the home team has won the last two, right after the first four that uh, the the road team won the first four. Or so, well, it's a it's it's a it's a fascinating uh, thing to say the least. And Saturday, what happened? Tur- uh, Toronto beat uh, Tampa Bay in Tampa Bay yes. in OT, um, and the Oilers beat the Kings to win that series in Los Angeles. 
the Rangers did win at, at home. But yeah, you're right. I mean, home ice means nothing now. Now, what I love though is the floor, the Toronto fans are so tr- perceptive that there was a point when they were chanting, "We want Florida." Yes. <laughs> Right. It was after they won on Saturday. They were chanting, "We want Florida." We want Florida. That is that is brilliant, isn't it? <laughs> and they, uh, they uh, you know, tells them that. Just think if they'd blown that three-one lead, Oof, to Tampa. The, they haven't the been past Toronto. the first round since oh four. This is the first no, time since oh four. No. Yeah, just like the Timberwolves. Except uh-huh. the Timberwolves can't <laughs> claim that they've been out of the first round once since oh four, but it's. It's uh, it it is amazing that uh, that town is, and they now talk about a town that never pays the price for uh, for ineptitude. <laughs> they just keep filling that place up at ungodly prices. Are they? Uh, but let's see. So who we got left in the West? Then we got uh, seven. The Kraken was the seventh seed. Yep, and they're we, they're going to play the Stars. They're going to play the Stars, who were the, 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 four, the Oilers. four seed. The Oilers are a three seed, right? Oilers play the – Oilers were third, right? I think they oh, were I three. I think that's right. right. But, yes, Oilers were three, they'll so. play the Golden Knights. Yeah. So, it'll uh, – but, hey, it's great that Canada well, – there was a couple of years ago, Canada didn't have a team in the final eight, so uh, hardly had a team in the playoffs. So, it's nice to have two Canadian teams in the uh, – and I, of course, the two best, the two most higher powered players in the league, too, McDavid and Matthews. So. Yeah, true. What McDavid end up with? Like 180 points or so? How many points? I have to look it up. It, it was, was ridiculous, though. It was. It, it was. He's it was incredible. Fan, it was fantastic. And they, they, they did get him signed to like an eight-year deal, yes. too, right? Yeah, <laughs> yep, yep. He is signed. I think. Um, Matthews is not. I think. I think Matthews will oh, be really? free agent maybe after next season. Um, hundred fifty-three points. Unbelievable! Hey, where's uh, where's Matthews from? Somewhere in the states, right? Is he uh, Phoenix? Phoenix, He's that's right. Arizona. That is weird. I bet he'd like to go home and play in that five thousand seat arena. The uh, Toronto must uh, Toronto must fear of losing him. Huh? <laughs> How they are still in Arizona, I will never figure out. So you guys have been breaking this down, I'm sure, on all your wild shows. But uh, so what happens here? Uh, I mean, what kind of yeah. they, do they have a bigger cap problem next year? Than yes, goes up a couple year? million more. Okay, it gets worse. But, but they're gonna they're probably gonna get enough guys so they can go and get somebody who fits better, right? Dump. Everybody thinks dump is done, huh? Yeah, he'll go elsewhere, and uh, well, Fa- Faber will just move n- next to Brodine. On that second defensive pairing, uh, everybody's but, down on Spurgeon too. Or Spurgeon too, right? They think he's too small or something. He was terrible. He was awful in these playoffs. Yeah. I, this the stats on Brodine and Spurgeon, Patrick, were brutal. Mm-hmm. You can't win like that. It, it is it is incredible how this series and the Blues won last year are nearly identical. Well, Billy is uh, he won't. If he pulls the core plug on Everson, it's going to be a while. You don't think it's going to happen. They don't have any rules that you can't fire guys and uh, play no. the play. 
going off or anything like that. So No, but it sounds like I, I think Dean has a couple years left on his contract, and I think Craig is tired of paying people not to work. Really? So really? I think there's a good chance that they'll just bring Dean back. No, I wouldn't sure. personally, but, you know. Things don't got, go well at the start, they'll probably yeah. say. They also just have to play the kids next year. Like this yeah. whole thing of trying to look. I mean, this team was totally different than last year. It was supposed to be a playoff-type team, you know, more the, the whole grit thing, the, that whole narrative didn't work. So they just need to play. They need to find out if Rossi can play. they got to quit sending him to Iowa every time they're mad. Yeah. yeah. What other kids do they have? Who was that one they had in camp this year they were so excited about? They've got a nice nucleus. Yeah, well, they didn't have a great year in Iowa, though, did they? No, and they fired the the coach there. I think they got out in the first round. They fired coaches down there too. Yeah, we're so mad at the we're so mad at the Wild. We're going to fire the coach in Iowa, huh? Was that the philosophy? At some point in time, though, Bill is going to grow extremely tired, though, of these. I, I mean, you watch how they. They don't make any adjustments. Dean, Dean Puckers, I think Dean's got the same problem that Guardy had in playoffs against the Yankees. Mm. He just gets well, real uptight. Well, yeah, but Guardy's biggest problem against the Yankees was they were always better than him. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but, but, I mean, he didn't help the cause, I don't think, and Dean never helps the cause. Well, uh, it's, uh, it's a disappointing finish, and they'll start next year, and there'll be eighteen thousand people for every game. Because you keep you'll keep coming in from Woodbury, making excuses for them. Everybody gets mad when you ever rip them about anything. You, the only place you can find hostility is in the Star Tribune comments, and that's for everything. You know, those yes. are cheapos who don't go to games. These are not season ticket holders that are responding to the Star Tribune dot com. So. Uh, <laughs> So they they get away with it the, uh, the, again. So our wolves there, of course, uh, they're they're gone too as predicted. But, but I think the wolves actually were were uh, more gamers than the uh, wild were. You know, or I mean, the they yeah. they they went out and played Denver pretty good the fifth game, considering they didn't have three of their top six players. So that's. They have a they have a few problems. They got a few deeper problems than the wild, though. Uh, as to what if you're going to sign Nas, and you have to sign Edwards, and you should sign McDaniel's, they got something. They're going to have to do something, and it's not trading Rudy Gobert because nobody's going to take him. So all you can do is see if you can get anything for Cat, and I don't know if. I don't know what that accomplishes either. I this is uh, people got mad at me, but I wrote this a couple of weeks ago. This could be the right now. This could be the good old days, <laughs> you know, because uh, they could be worse. I know everybody said, "Well, we got a twenty-one-year-old that did all this stuff in the playoffs." Okay, well, six-foot-four guards who are mediocre shooters don't. Lead team, you know. Steph Curry can lead a team because he's the greatest shooter that ever lived. Ant right. is not the greatest shooter that ever lived. So, I that's that's uh, that's that's our wealthies. That's for sure. One of these cheapos going to buy the team. By the way, 
I think the the final payments due next what December, but then they backed up the last one from like December to March. So I don't know. Yeah, what the hell? Come on, write the check. The guy in Phoenix bought them instantly, wrote the check, walked away, and then took the games off cable and is putting them on over the air for free. I want a guy like the guy in Phoenix. Yeah, right. So what is how how is that going to work for them? They're going to for they're going to you know basically forfeit a huge chunk because they're not they're not going to benefit from the subscriber fees that you get from like a Bally's. Okay, I was trying to figure that out. Somebody says this might be the way of the future. Well, what good does it do to team? I mean, baseball, it doesn't work in baseball because baseball, mm, it's had, you know, so much of baseball has been, has financial success has been regional sports networks. Well, we haven't gotten the Twins to say much about what they're not getting paid. Rand wrote, Rand wrote that they're, I think the lawsuit's going to be heard or the first portion in court's going to be the end of May, right? So not until then. And, yeah. and what they're they're trying to say is we're under bankruptcy protection, so we don't have to pay you. We can figure, we can choose who we want to pay. I think that's what they're trying to say, yes. It's, well, I don't think it's going to work necessarily, but whatever. Well, what, what supposedly is what the remedy would be, they lose their contract with you. And you got to yes. go try to do something else. You got to try to create your own situation. Well, I think baseball would help the Twins, though. I I think baseball's whole thing is that they are supposedly prepared to step in and and help with streaming rights and to do a to do some type of deal with cable operators. I don't know exactly how it's going to work. Isn't baseball a little going to have? They're just going to have to figure out a way to do this for everybody, right? I mean, all these yes. regionals are going to go down the tank. Cable, I mean. Valley, we can ridicule them and everything, but they've lost half their subscribers, didn't we see? They're, they're yes. 50% fewer subscribers than three years ago or something like that. So doesn't mm-hmm. doesn't sustain itself, that's for sure. And, it, it, and people aren't subscribing because they hear too much negative comment. That's uh, that's for sure. So, so I don't know. Boy, did that team... They they win three out of four against Kansas City, and after Thursday they played terrible. They uh, Friday they tried to give the game back for no reason. Saturday you were there. They couldn't zero for thirteen with runners in scoring position. They couldn't get a hit to save their lives. It was brutal. And yesterday they pop up and have one good inning, and beyond that they're you know terrible. Was the bullpen on well, Sunday. Well, they had to go to the second liners because they used them. But they didn't think when they sent Josh Winder out there with a, what, a six-run lead that they'd have to get Johan ready and come in and get it out. Uh, Josh, how'd you like your stay in Venice in, in, uh, with the Twins, buddy? If if he's still uh, with them Tuesday, I'll be surprised. So what's with Rocco flying him out on Sunday night to Chicago? I don't get it. They spend the off day in Chicago. Yeah, so they can. Yeah, they can, so they, they can, can concentrate fully on. You turn a bunch of virile young men loose in Chicago, and uh, you know now Chicago downtown might not be what it used to be, but you can still get in some trouble, I would think. Oh hell yeah, you can still get a few drinks. Last time I checked, there's still bars. It's a forty-five minute flight. What are they, why don't they go out tonight? I don't. I don't. I don't get it. What's it, I, just because he has a baby crying at home doesn't mean everybody else does. You know? 
I think Rocco thinks it's good for, for them to get the, the rest the in rest. Chicago like in they're going Chicago. to rest. Papa yeah. Resto would say, no, they're not. They're going to go out drinking. Yeah, well, and if if the weather wasn't so crummy, they'd be golfing someplace. You know, somebody get them on a good golf course. How about this homestand? Ten games of just awful weather. Awful weather. It was brutal. That's put them so far behind the dime. As, as you have the Yankees for three games, oh. the biggest crowd is nineteen thousand. The rut when and the weather, the weather was pathetic. Uh, the whole the whole ten games was just just brutal. And now this week is going to be. Not paradise, but it's going to be tolerable, and uh, it is. I mean, you're at the. Uh, you know, I kept saying, "Bring back the metronome." The hell with this. Let's you know, you know, oh, the the wonder of outdoor baseball on June 23rd. Okay, but uh, the rest this this spring is killing baseball in the midwest and how about the east coast yesterday ever nobody rain long long delays rain outs the mets the mets and the braves are playing two games at noon today because they got rained out all weekend what type of sadistic sob schedule person though gives you the yankees in april in minneapolis that's what i want to know yeah they've done that and uh they've 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 they've, a couple of years ago they gave them to them in september I mean, it's they can't get them in the middle of now. You don't have as many, uh, you know, you don't have as many division games to stick in in the middle of the season. But right. yeah, it, it, it's you, you look at this schedule this year, and you got to puke if you're uh, the Twins and Dave St. Peter and the whole collection. I mean, they, I think, I think the public is kind of likes this team, don't you? I mean, I don't think they're down on them terrible. They're not. In, they're not ex- overly excited, but they uh, yeah they, they see a possibility here. So I, I I don't think it's I don't think the fact nobody was here the last ten days has anything to do with the interest of the team. Who was it? I was there. Was it Friday? Friday? Oh no! Oh yeah, uh, Fun Friday or whatever the hell. Oh was. yeah, for the for, for the uh, delayed happy hour game. I went upstairs. Declan was were Declan's seats upstairs? No, downstairs. Good seats. He had good seats. He had good when seats. Was, when he had his season ticket. Yeah, I was yep. I was downstairs, Pat, on on the third base side above, okay. twenty rows up above the visiting clubhouse. You guys ever been on the third deck? Yes. Yes. I yeah. read your column. It's windy up there. Yes, it has it's very cold. Two thousand ten. It was howling. I'm not a small person. I was getting blown around. It was about twelve degrees, and I see some. I see a guy and his wife and like three young kids going up there, and I'm saying, "Why don't the twins on a day like that close it and say, go sit down somewhere where you don't freeze to death?' For goodness' sakes, it's welcome. Come on into the Legends Club or some damn thing." And uh, I was looking for a Cuban sandwich, and I damn near froze to death. And there's no Cuban sandwich. Why'd you go upstairs? That's where they're supposed to be. Oh no, they're they're down. Realize, they're up and down. I didn't realize they closed the Tony stand up there. There's no Tony stand anymore up there. Oh, it's gone for good? Yes, yes. The Tony and stand then, downstairs is good. The upstairs one, cold. Oh, she told me where to go to get one and she was wrong. It wasn't there either. She said the whatever the name of the place they changed the name of the the club down there about every twenty minutes, uh, but it's now true blue or true truly 
truly that de- yeah yeah they didn't they thought it was crazy they never heard of a they never heard of a tony sandwich so what? i gave up i gave up they didn't know she didn't know what i was talking about the woman down there behind the counter so behind anyway. play first base side that's what that's where they've ordinarily been oh okay plus they're hot down, down there the the third deck ones were always like cold the damn sandwiches were cold. they put them on a counter for one minute they were that wind howling that's a gut buster, man. That's a windy, windy, windy place. So, how about uh, they've only lost forty percent of their rotation uh, in the first month of the season? You know, <laughs> now they're down to they. They had this insurance. They had those two guys. Now they're down to the big three's got to stay healthy all year, right? Johnny yeah. Green hasn't done that a lot. He hasn't made. They got to make. Those three guys got to make twenty-eight starts apiece. Yep, and uh, they—they've run them out. They've—they've they've tapped out St. Paul. So you got to take one of your infielders, right, and uh, and try to trade him for a left-handed pitcher. They need a left-handed starter, man. I—I I hate this rotation that's all right-handed pitchers. You got to have somebody to give them a little different look, don't you? I don't know. Every year, Patrick, we fret. How are the Twins going to get these guys? Ober, what are they going to do? I mean, he's pitched so well. What are they going to do? Maeda, Malley have solved that problem. Yes, they have. And Malley, I I hate to tell you, folks, but Cincinnati sold you a bill of goods here. The guy had been shut down twice when you got him during the season. What what were they thinking? The other day, they were... They brought out the trainer, and I don't blame him, but I was there, and they brought out the trainer and told us they weren't sure Malley was going to miss his next start. I almost said, I am. I was biting my tongue. The guys, you know, remember, they, each time they shut him down last year, well, that's nothing serious, yeah, except he missed, what, the last six weeks last year or something? He won't pitch till July now. Oh, God, no. And Matt made Maeda, the slop he was throwing, it doesn't make any difference. That was a he was wonderful during the uh the during the COVID season and uh, you know the but his the, the quality of his pitches since he came back are terrible. Plus he took like an extra three months off yeah. to come back and he still you know, his thing is probably what the hell they're getting me for three and a half million. What's the what's the problem here? So Anyway, he's uh, he's for a guy who had some success. He's going to make less money pitching than he took. He took the worst contract in history because it's all based on performance. When he mm-hmm. wanted to sign with the Giants, but yeah, it's uh, they've they've tapped out Rochester. I mean uh, St. Paul. When's they've, Paddock supposed to be back from his time? Oh, that's John. right. Uh, they're talking about him like. Uh, July maybe late August early August but okay. yeah that's, that's are, you, are you holding your breath for that one no and, no uh, it is interesting that they had to kind of frame frame the Kirloff recovery as you know like we we got to be sure that he can play that's why we're sending him back to Rochester I mean we're optioning him to St. Paul that's why we're optioning him it's like after saying yeah it's good it's good it's good and then he's then he's over there and he's hitting, but uh, they don't have a room for him. So that's another, I guess that's another case of, well, they don't have a room for him. What are they going to do? Well, they'll, 
they'll somebody get hurt. Don't worry. Wait two weeks or a yeah. week. That that's true. But the uh, it was it was uh, it was exciting yesterday in baseball with the White Sox coming back to win that game. Because did you see Saturday? This is one of the great events in baseball history. Yeah. Lance Lynn takes a no hitter into the seventh. And they put up a 10 spot, Tampa, and they did it to them again yesterday. But then the White Sox got seven of the night and, and pulled out the game that Andrew won. So now the Twins, they thought they were going to go in to play a corpse, but the White Sox might have some interest anyway. But the, the division is worse than it's ever been. So, How is it worse than last year? Because it is. It's Cleveland's not good. Cleveland is struggling like crazy. And uh, the, they're 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 not they don't hit any home runs they all they do is steal and their their pitching's kind of screwed up they got beaver and uh but they're uh they're they're not nearly as good as they were last year which is uh kind of odd considering they weren't they weren't expected to be too good last year they played great this year they're expected to be pretty good they're not playing great so it's twins it looks like if you can win eighty low eighties, you're you're going to win the division by eight games, right? With yep. with them not playing each other as often this year, you know, you're only playing them thirteen times instead of eighteen or nineteen. So uh, it, it it's it's going to be. Uh, I think when, I I'm wondering if since you've gotten so into the wild cards and the whole things, and you got six, you should have. And if, if they ever expand uh, to Vegas and Nashville or something like, no, Vegas, they won't expand because Oakland's going there. But if they ever expand to Nashville and someplace, they ever get to 32 teams, uh, I I think they should have eight team divisions, right? That's what I think, and just do it that way. You know, there's more teams in the divisions. Each, the NFL gets away with these crappy four-team divisions, and once in a while a terrible team gets into the playoffs. But uh, I, uh, I think you'd be better off with uh, with eight bigger divisions in, in baseball because then you wouldn't have the AL Central, right? Well, yeah, that's true. Now, would, would you cross the leagues then and, and redo well, the divisions? I, I don't like the idea of New York, uh, there are ones that want to do it geographically. You I know, know. I Manford too, but I don't yep. think you should have the two Chicago's and the two New York's and the two LA's in the same division. But that's probably what you're going to end up with. You, for sure, they're going to end up with a West Coast. If they do that, they'll end up with a West Coast one, won't they? I, I would think. Yeah, and the Twins, I'm sure, would love the Cubs. Oh yeah, right, like well, Cubs that, Brewers. That's the reason Bud took the Brewers and Bud is the as the objective commissioner put the Brewers in the National League so he could have the Cubs. That's when they weren't drawing any people to have the Cubs come to town. That's basically why they did that. I didn't realize that that was way back in 97. Yeah. They did that, that the Brewers went into the, uh, went into the National League. And then rather than say, okay, Brewers, you got to go back to the American League. Now they made Houston, they made Jim Crane, Put Houston in the, yes. in the American League after Houston had been there, and it's worked out well for Houston. I'm sure they don't have any complaints. But actually, baseball attendance in in the non 
uh, you know, in the non-lousy weather towns has been, I've looked, there's been two, three days when the, when Oakland's not home or Tampa Bay's not home, Twins have had the worst crowds of baseball. And, but I'm not blaming anybody not going to the games in right. Michigan weather. So, right. It's, uh, unbelievable. Yeah. So, I just don't, I don't get to this day how you give the Twins the amount of April home games that they did. And they've done that before. Yeah. I it think wasn't, wasn't, wasn't that the isn't that their biggest month? They had more April home it games. Might be, than yeah. The other month. Because last year they had a great schedule. Remember they had a lot of July games and they had middle of the summer games and uh they had a they had a great schedule and uh and uh this year that they, they turned you know what baseball's problem is and this has been going on for like fifteen years now. They don't consider weather when they schedule. They don't, you know, like, okay, we're going to open with the, uh, you know, the the Astros are playing the Cubs, and we're going to play that first series of the year in Chicago instead of we're going to, they got to play each other twice, but we're going to, you know, the Northern Climbs team should be home for 10 and on the road for 20. But they, and then, you know, if you're, if you're a Southern team or if you got a dome, yeah. the Blue Jays should have 20 home games. Brewers. Yeah, Brewers. All they of them. They close the roof. But they, they don't – they just schedule them and pretend like there's not going to be any weather. So – and then, then you're going to get the uh, – then and the Twins had to have that, you know, long delay on on Friday because – the weather had a chance to be worse on first Saturday and Sunday. It wasn't, but they uh, these these long delays because of the way the schedule is now is ridiculous. Just look at this studio filled with fabulous prizes, Ooh. all waiting to be won on Score North's Pick Your Prize. Behind door number one is a smart clear alignment treatment and a trip for four to Wisconsin Dells from Park Dental. Door number two has a custom closet system from the Minneapolis Closet Factory. Ah. And behind door number three, $10,000 in groceries from Cub. Ah. No surprise zoinks. What you want, you pick. 14 prizes in all, each valued at $10,000. Sign up for Score North's Pick Your Prize. You can register daily through the Score North app or go to scorenorth.com keyword prize. Sweepstakes begins March 18th. Special thanks to our prize partners. What else we got going on here in town? Not that boy, when you lose both teams... In the same week, it hurts. Well, it it, it, it kind of uh, softens up the market a little. And the draft is uh, about our draft. Are we uh, like the draft? About, are we excited about the twenty-five-year-old quarterback? I think he's just a project guy. I, I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, I'm sure, and it's fine. But I mean, it, is there anything else in sports where we and and I'm all for trying to pass quick judgment. But is there anything else that's more ridiculous than trying to judge a draft class? Yes. I got no clue. I saw Pete Prisco gave the Vikings an A for the first rounder, said he's the, he sees him as the best receiver. Well, what the hell's Pete Prisco doing? He never, he's like the rest of us. He's a sports writer, right? He's a crusty old guy, too. Yeah, he's a crusty old guy who's, uh, and, and let's face it. Two thirds of the assessments 
in the draft, uh, or when you don't have these real high-profile players, is based on who's giving these guys information when they call them, right? The national guys, they're all they're all based on who you want to still be happy with you, right? Right. Absolutely. Schefter is who's 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 giving Schefter information. You got a chance to get really good, really good uh, reviews from him. Now he's not a draft guy, but uh, big anyway. agencies though. Big agencies. Oh, they agencies. love to pump up their kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The agencies probably more than the general managers and stuff. Yeah, if if your agent is if your agent is talking to Pete Prisco, you're probably going to get an A, right? I'm not saying he's not ethical. I don't know him, but uh, what what difference does it make? It's a uh, it's a guess. All I know is he ran a four four nine, which was the twenty first fastest in the uh, in the combine. So he's not a burner, and he weighs one hundred seventy three pounds. Yeah. So and he had an ankle injury last year. Now he's been productive as hell, and he he should be a good teammate for Jefferson, but you know, he's not a burner, that's for sure. So who knows? If if, you, if you're gonna put a guy in a line of scrimmage and bang him and uh is he gonna be a guy that the big thing is is he gonna be a guy that plays seventeen games or eight, right? Right. That, right. That whole thing is, is well and think about how excited we were about Treadwell or Cordero Patterson. Yeah. You know, we have no idea. Troy. We had no idea oh. Troy was blind. You know, we, we fixed no him though. We fixed him, and he still had the ball go off his helmet in Denver. <laughs> Receivers are, uh, yeah, we haven't had a lot of, we've had, you know, digs, okay, Jefferson, but there's been a lot of failures here too. And, uh, we just, we just really want to be, uh, we always want to be kind to the Vikings, but we really want to be kind to this new administration and, uh, think that they know what they're doing, right? Because they seem like likable fellas. Until they prove they don't, you're exactly right. Yeah, I, mm-hmm. I keep saying that too. I will give them the benefit of the, the doubt until it doesn't work. But, you know, Quazy, man, he, he doesn't trade as much as Rick does to accumulate picks, but, boy, does he like to move back. Yeah, yeah. why is that? Why, what, what's that about? Uh, I think course- he'd rather have I – I think he thinks he can outsmart the system. Yeah, well, the best thing they've done – in two years here is, I think, the best personnel move was getting Hawkins. I, yeah. I think that, that was a good I'd, I'd a lot rather have him than a second round draft choice. But uh, absolutely, but it was. Uh, it is. I, I did enjoy the. Uh, I think I mentioned this when we talked Friday, but uh, I do enjoy the, like the photos of the uh, of the fans when the Vikings draft this guy, you know, the people who go to the party, where did they have their official thing? I the don't stadium. Know. They did? U.S. Bank Stadium, yeah. They didn't add more people. You had a park tavern, I don't think. They, they uh, certainly they, charged them more for, it, for it, admission it, and beer. What did they charge them? To get in, I think it was like 20 bucks. Really? What a oh, bunch yeah. of thieves. Why don't they let people in for nothing? Then let them buy beer when they're in there. Why would they do that? Yeah, They can do both. True. Well, you know they gotta. We we meanwhile we gotta give them two hundred eighty million dollars to brush up the stadium, which is getting a little old here. Uh, five years in or something, whatever the hell it is. But uh, it's uh, but I do love the people. They're sitting there. They draft a guy that eighty percent of people 
don't know, but they all look happier now. Hey, oh, yeah. we got the guy we want. The, the whole draft phenomenon in the social media era is it surprises me that, that people still watch, sit around and wait 12 minutes of babbling and have the guy come up and get introduced. And, uh, and uh, genius. Why didn't they take the quarterback from Kentucky? They were the rumors were they liked them, and it's it's the future. And uh, those those turned out to be mistaken from from what I heard. They didn't like him at all. Oh, really? Like, yeah. So they were just putting that out there. I think the Hooker uh, thing was the same thing because I mean they definitely had had it out there that you know that Hooker might be their guy. I so think the that they wanted was Richardson, but he was gone. Correct. So early. they they thought somehow they could. Fix everybody to back off. On oh, her. yeah. I don't know. That's a good question. Um, but yeah, so I, I think both Hooker and the Kentucky kid was a total smokescreen. Mm-hmm. And uh, of course, uh, we, we are ridiculing the Green Bay draft, even though we don't know anything about that either, right? So my favorite one was, was Detroit just because of the positions they took in the first round. Yes. Yeah. Running back and linebacker. Yes. Yeah. Running back. I heard some guy just going on and on about how stupid it is to draft a linebacker. So what's, what, are they still waiting to see if somebody gives them something for Dalvin? Sounds like it, yeah. They're not going to. They're not going to get out. They'll be lucky to get a sixth-round pick at this point, I think. Well, but who wants the contract? Right, that's the problem. That's the, exactly. that's the trouble. I mean, everybody, I think everybody's sitting around waiting for him to release them, right? I think that's, yes. Yeah, Which makes I mean, way more why, sense. Why would you give them, why would you give them anything for them? And, and when, when, when is it financially better for them to do that after June first or something? I don't after know June how that 1st. works. Yeah. yeah. So poor old Delvin has to sit there and in uh, you know and just in, in purgatory and find out or, or limbo, find out what uh, what's going to happen with him. It's uh, yeah. It's that's. I, I, what's the object of that rule? I wonder. What if they have these rules, but you wonder what that. Uh, what well, the post June first allows you to push salary cap ramifications into the next season as well. So, in this case, it would be what two thousand twenty four, mm-hmm. as opposed to accelerating what's he now eleven or so. Yeah, or yeah. Too too much for what what he can do now. That's this problem. Well, and they brought Madison back, so that tells you that. Yeah what they're going to do, but uh, they're hoping Buffalo is desperate enough for a running back. Well, Buffalo's got to have serious cap issues. Don't I guess they? Dalvin said no, too, because his his brother is there, which I thought he, he might like. He doesn't, he doesn't want to take his brother's roster spot, so I think he wants mm-hmm. to go to the Dolphins, but I think they drafted one as well, so yeah, they did they're too. probably right. They're going to have to release him. Yeah, so and what, what else, what else are they in a cap situation where even sign their rookies? They got to find some money. They got to find some money. Yeah, they they can restructure O'Neill. I think to create that. Their other problem though is, Daniel Hunter wants wants a new contract, and I don't think he's going to play because he's going into to the the last year of his contract, and there's no guarantee left. So he wants a, a new contract too. So I don't know if they're going to trade him, which I would have thought if they were going to, they might have done around the draft, or if they're going to try and. Sign him because I don't think he's going to show up without a contract. And does he have to if he's no guaranteed money in it? Does he have to anyway? Well, he can be fined substantially, but yeah, he might I mean, not give a damn. If he doesn't, and Zadarius as well. He he wants a new contract. I think they tried to trade him as well, but it's the same problem as Cook. I I think teams just say, hey, why would we give you a fifth round draft pick 
when you're basically going to probably have to release him. So, yeah, and Zedarius is a different situation, though, right? I mean, that's is how much does he have? No money coming. Um, he's got some, but it's not a lot. Yeah. Okay. As well, far as he's concerned, <laughs> as far as yeah. they're concerned, it's probably pretty good. Well, how many games he end up missing at the end? Didn't There's, miss a lot. He didn't get anybody. He just stopped being productive, right? Yeah. He was, he was yeah. He early. had. He had, I think, a half sack in the last eight or nine games. Wow. Yeah, he was. Uh, uh, it, but the players do get screwed by this. You know, they should be able to out there. When free agents are getting signed, they should be able out there and get the market. But uh, I don't know. Is there any? Uh, it's it's weird. It's not in weird. this league. No, you don't have any power. Worst between. union. Worst <laughs> among all of them might be the worst union anywhere. Oh yeah, it's uh, the considering the amount of money your league is making, considering right. that you're the only league that just prints it. You know, baseball is one of the you know they're, they're they got teams that are lucky to break even, and in and, and the NFL you could be the worst run operation in history and still make two hundred million dollars a year profit. I'd like to know what Ziggy's real bottom line is as, oh. he comes, as he comes to us and tells us we got to come up with $280 million for this stadium. That that commission, I wonder if the commission, before they, if they get their speeches from, Le, does Lester just hand them what they're supposed to say before they go out there and tell us about the... So what's the real purpose there, too? Like, why yeah. why did they decide to do this audit of the stadium now? And what's the real, like, why are you saying that you need improvements well, on a building? Well, that's- one thing is, like, the Twins, they want to com- they want to improve the computer presentation, right? All the electronics right. on the stadium. That's not our problem. You know, the Twins paid for their own. Twins, 30-some million. You guys want to stuff. You know, they have the guts to want to put 50 million of new boards and stuff in there, and they want you to pay for it. They're thieves. They're thieves. Don't, uh, you know, don't give them a nickel, legislator. Don't give them a nickel. You know, not many. Minneapolis is already on the hook for, what, another 300 million or something to pay pay for their share. Yeah. Yeah. I think the twins will grab back. Yes, I, you know How about that. Give me the the ding 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 where it comes out letter by letter. Hello, Twins fans, yes. and forget the O. Okay, yeah. <laughs> day. I can't remember what year it was. <laughs> Hello, exclamation Twins fans! Except they forgot the O, and I'm not sure that they forgot it. Somebody might have just been pranking them, but it's the first message of the year. Hell, Twins fans. <laughs> <laughs> ding, 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 ding. And uh, they big, big, big. And, and the, I, I did a piece on the twins of Ram, you know, and I didn't realize those guys, they they were just, yeah. They had no idea what it actually looked like. There was no camera telling them whether they, they were like touch typing. <laughs> it was very accurate, actually. Okay, I'm afraid I'm headed for Ricey Throat here, but otherwise... Oh, you sound good today. You sound otherwise, good today. We'll, uh, otherwise, we'll talk to you uh, tomorrow. All right, sounds good, Pat. See ya. Okay, goodbye. See ya.